The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Wow. Welcome aboard National Football Show with your boy Big Sills. And I'm going to hit the like button for Howie Roseman today. I'm going to hit the like button, okay? There is no question that Howie Roseman, and today, by the way, official cutdown day, teams have to get down to 53, as all know. And we'll keep posting you and giving you updates on where the Eagles are and where other teams are because there's going to be players that are going to be out there on the market and on the street that potentially could help the Philadelphia Eagles or other teams. Like Duke Johnson just got cut by the Buffalo Bills. If you're in search right now of a special teams guy and you're looking for a punt or kickoff return guy, that might be somebody at a low price that you could bring in or at least take a look at potentially so that you can look at him and Duke Johnson could – fulfill that need at special teams, and it's not going to kill you in the wallet. But no question, we'll keep you updated on everything that's going on. And it started out earlier today, and I'm going to do this. And I always tell people this, just so you know, when I see good things happening, Big Sills will always give you the skinny and always give you the facts on what's gone down here. By the way, I saw a list that Howie Roseman was on, that he's the least trusted general manager when it comes to agents, I'm not sure that's a bad thing. I'm not sure that's a bad thing. Okay? I don't want my general manager snoozing up the agents. I want him to get the very best deal possible for your organization. So if Howie's looked on by agents as not being very trustworthy, He's looking out for the best interest of the football team. I think that's actually a good thing, okay? I saw that poll, and I'm like, is that really bad that the general manager of the Philadelphia Eagles is not looked on by other agents as a good guy? I don't know. I kind of liked it. How he's looking to get the best roster built that he possibly can, right? Okay, I mean, look, man, no question. And by the way, 
I contacted the Saints after this deal went down. And Mickey Loomis is one of my favorite general managers in all the National Football League. Earlier today, the Eagles get Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and the Saints' seventh rounder in 2025. The Saints will get the Eagles' fifth rounder in 2023 and at one of the worst uh, picks in the sixth round in 2024. Once again, you know, I was just talking to Xander. Xander goes, why do the Saints continue to get fleeced by the Eagles here? And I, I would tell you this, you know, the trade they made obviously going uh, into the draft with Howie Roseman, it's because the Saints are one of the worst cap teams uh, that we have in the league right now. They've got cap issues. And sometimes teams are forced to go into a position where you've got to make difficult cuts. This kid's a young player. By the way, I'll get to who he is in a second here and how the Eagles can utilize him in the secondary. Here, real quick, did the Eagles get better today defensively? Personnel-wise, absolutely. 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 And I'll get to you how you can play this kid here in a second. But the reason why the Eagles are doing business with the Saints, because there's a lot of talent in New Orleans. New Orleans has a good roster. Mickey Loomis, the Benson family, they do a great job at acquiring talent. They got great personnel people in the building. You want to do business with general managers that have an eye for talent. Mickey Loomis has an eye for talent. Mickey Loomis understands salary cap. They, get, they have all kinds of issues when it comes to the Saints cap. So to me, it makes just total sense to do business with teams that know personnel and understand Loomis is doing this for the future of the Saints. He's not doing it for the present because presently right now, the salary cap doesn't favor New Orleans and they're not allowed to keep very many people. Honey Badger's deal cost them this kid here. CJ is no longer a Saint because of Honey Badger. So let's get into who this kid is. And by the way, I appreciate everybody coming aboard. Please hit the like button, okay? And I appreciate it because let me say this to you here about Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. One of the absolutely best shit talkers there is in the sport. And you put him on the other side of Darius Slay, you got a lot of attitude in that secondary now. Okay? You got a lot of attitude. And what makes this kid good is that he's versatile. And you could drop him in the safety position. And with 12 days out from the start of the season, that's going to be an easier transition for him to be able to start right away. Dude, cornerback is such a brutal position. I think if you look at all the positions that you have to play physically in the NFL, cornerback's the toughest position in sports to play, in our sport at least. Think about this. you got to run backwards for 15 yards with the fastest and the most gifted and talented athletes on the planet. And you've got to run backwards and cover this guy, and then you've got to turn yourself into a wide receiver once the ball's in the air. It's the most difficult position. I always tell folks this. If you live in a cul-de-sac, find the fastest guy you can and run backwards and try to cover him. It's brutal. And when you can get a versatile kid like this, I'm telling you, this kid's a baller. This kid can play. This kid's got attitude. So now you add him in your secondary at the safety position, 
And now you've addressed it. Really a fine move. And I'm going to say this to you. Howie Roseman has been a star this offseason. He has been a star. You bet Hurts to win 21. CJ's a blue chip kid. You got your secondary now. Look at the moves too, man, that Roseman has made when it comes to bringing starters into the building. A.J. Brown, gifted. Shit, you even put Zach Paschal in depth at your wide receiver position. Hassan Raddick, two years in a row, he's double digits in sacks at two different organizations. Tells you he can adapt to a new system really quick. And I think he has. Starter. You bring Bradbury in. Starter. You bring C.J. in. Starter. Kaiser White. Starter. And these were all economically sound. And get this, these are not over-the-hill dudes that you traditionally see. Overpaid and old. These are 24, 25-year-old guys being brought into the building economically. Now, one of the reasons you're afforded this ability to do this is because you're not paying your quarterback $35 million. But Howie Roseman has built the best roster in the NFC. There is not a roster in the NFC better than the Philadelphia Eagles. Plain and simple. You have now put yourself in a conversation of having the best roster next to the Buffalo Bills. I mean, your secondary went from question marks where you didn't have CB2, now to where you're looking, okay, now it's time to plug in the machine and see if it works. You've put the engine together. You've put everything out there. you got a brand new V8 engine in your car. Now it's just turning the key and seeing if this thing rolls and rolls in the right direction. And if you got the right driver at the wheel. This is all going to come down to do you have the right driver at the wheel. I'll say this to you. I don't like Jonathan Gannon as a defensive coordinator in the National Football League. Last year, he blamed the players. There's no excuses here. This is totally on you. By the way, do we not agree? This roster is better than the 17 roster that won the Super Bowl. Do we agree with this? Okay. Do we agree that this roster... From top to bottom, you could pick out and have an off comment about the quarterback position, but I'm talking 53, okay? 53. 53 53-man roster. This has got to be Howie Roseman's greatest roster that he's constructed since he's been in charge of personnel. Xander says, I personally think it's way better than the Super Bowl roster. I've never seen this much talent on the Eagles in my life. Wow. Says a lot to me. This has got to be Howie's greatest roster and his greatest achievement. Okay? Has to be. Big Pickin says, much better on paper. Now, the question again. This is not the best coaching staff that's been assembled. So it's the best. See what you don't have? I heard Barrett talking about the perfect scenario where everything is in line except the coaches. 
Isn't it funny? The most inexperienced people in the NovaCare Center is the coaching staff. It's the coaching staff. You don't have Doug Peterson and Jim Schwartz and Frank Reich as your assistant coaches in the building. You have none of that. So there's always skepticism on if these guys are going to put these people in the proper position to be successful. I would say this to you about the running back position. Don't think that Howie's done just yet. Okay? He may address it with more depth. Okay? There's going to be guys that are going to be on the street that can make the Eagle ball club, especially in the position of running back. Miles Sanders is good enough to be a star in the NFL. He's just not good enough to lean on when it comes to building an offensive rushing attack. You can't keep looking at that guy saying, when? When? You just can't keep doing it. But I'm going to tell you flat out here that Howie Roseman has been a sensational general manager this offseason. Sensational. Addressed edge. Addressed star wide out. Addressed the secondary. This Kaiser White guy is going to be a star this year. And you know what he did also? He brought guys in with chips on their shoulder. What, you don't think CJ coming over from the Saints is not going to have an ass with the way that that whole negotiations went down in New Orleans? Or Bradbury, the ass that he has with the Giants? New management goes in there. They don't want to give him his money. So he has to take a small haircut. He's in the same division. you got a bunch of guys with lumber yards on their shoulders on that team now. you got a bunch of guys. See, I think this is different than the dream team. This is different. I get the coaching staff is still the outlier here, and it, and it is with me. I don't trust the coaching staff because I'm not sure they're the guys yet. I thought they were smart a year ago to change up from throwing the ball to running the ball, and it showed me that they listened to the players, which is great, which is fantastic. They adapted. They adjusted. They had in-season adjustments. A lot of teams won't do that. And they did it. I was very pleased with that. I don't like the soft approach with all the pieces now that Jonathan Gannon has. Dude, you better bring blitzes. Jared Goff, you don't sit back and let Jared Goff throw the ball against you in week one. By the way, Lomas Brown, part of the broadcast team, a 20-year NFL veteran, will join us in this hour. And we'll get his thoughts on the first opponent for the Lions. You'll want to know. How hard they've been working. You'll want to know what Dan Campbell has done. I'm telling you, man. That guy's the lion tamer up there. He's done a hell of a job with that. Jesse says, Sills, so dynasty or no? Bro, you can't have a dynasty on paper unless you want to call it paper champions. You've put everything in line to be successful. Now it's doing it. Now it's going out and being successful. Now it's going out and having the players accountable. You know, one thing I will say about what I said about the coaches and the inexperience, I don't give a crap what the coaches say or what they do. This is player accountability too. You got to go out and play your ass off right now. You got to go out 
And you've got to show everyone that this is the best roster in the NFC. As I like to tell you guys, September 11th, rent is due. Rent is due. Optimistic? Are you kidding me? Look at what one player can do to a defense. And by the way, CJ's also going to bring that shit-talking mentality into your huddle. An attitude. A guy you want in Philly. That guy is the kind of guy you want. See, look, I'm emotional. And I don't want my head football coach to be emotional. But I want my head football coach and my D coordinator I want them to be aggressive. I don't want them to get too high when the highs are high, and I don't want them to surely get too low when the lows are low. Those are truly the great coaches. The guys that wear their emotions on the sleeve, Bill Belichick doesn't wear emotions on his sleeve. Nick Sirianni kind of does. It's okay. Okay, but I get a little suspect on that. Let the players be emotional. There's some serious potential here. Forte, I'm going to say it one more time. The Eagles have the best roster, 53-man-wise, in the National Football League. I wouldn't be shocked if Jalen Rager is dealt by the top of next hour as well, okay? I would not. The market is – and by the way, I want to tell you something else what Howie has done, okay? Rage says the best move Howie made was bringing – Fangio in as a midseason parachute of Gannon stays soft. We'll see. Okay. Let me tell you what else Howie Roseman has now done. So if you're Hassan Reddick and you're AJ Brown and you're Zach Pascal and you're CJ and you're the rest of these players and you're a potential free agent coming up next year, Philly's the place you want to play. Philly's the place you want to put. Here, how about this? Howie says this to these guys. Hey, you come in here and ball, I'll give you a contract. And I'll give you a contract extension. That starts to resonate with the rest of the league. It becomes fashionable to want to play in a place. It becomes contagious. Where you see guys getting signed and having success, that's why this is so important here. If I'm a potential free agent next year, wide receiver, what have you? Okay? I mean, you want to play in Philly. Okay? You want to play in Philly. He's, he's, he's throwing that out for the next two years. Xander goes, I'm biased about Howie. <laughs> Obviously. Okay? He's a fan of Jacob, but he's really had an impressive offseason. Yeah, you know. You, 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 you don't have to be biased to look at smarts and reality here. Okay? That's a man that has learned from every mistake and is coming correct and having it correct at all. How about this? Let me say this to you. There was a power struggle between Doug Peterson and Howie Roseman. There was a power struggle. Do we not agree with that? There was a power struggle between those two men. And the owner has to get some credit here. The owner went like this. Man, Doug delivered me a Super Bowl. Coached him up, won it. What a hard decision that must have been for him to go. 
It's either Howie or Doug. Who do I choose? You know what the owner did? The owner went with the builder instead of the teacher. He went with the builder. He went with somebody that he's known for over 20 years. You know, I'm going to tell you this also. Maybe having sat in that corner for a couple of years when Chip Kelly was in the building gave a whole different perspective on how Howie was going to build this team and how, how he was going to go forward. There is no doubt the whole Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson fiasco has heartened him and also has made him, I think, a better general manager. I think he's had to take a couple steps back and go, so what do you think? You know how hard that is to ask somebody what they think? Especially something that's got your name on it. What do you think? Nobody wants to get someone else's opinion when your name's on it and your ass is on the line like that. How his ass is on the line here? Because he has no excuses. Okay? He has none. All around sports says, hey, big sales, it ain't too late. I'm not, this is not about Jalen Hurts. This is about a 53-man roster. This is about the unit. This is not about one guy. This is about the roster. This is about a general manager that has learned from his mistakes and is pushing forward. Debbie goes, not a Howie fan. Hey, Debbie, to your point, go back and look at that 2020 draft. Not the best. Not the best. But what he's doing now, he's doing a great job. Go back and look at that 220, that 2020 draft. I don't know. You know, you look at it and you're like, I guess, very underwhelming. Flex, every coach not meant to have a roster moves. Everybody's not that guy in New England. You got a GM for a reason. After what Chip did, Lurie wouldn't allow it again. I think, I think general managers at times get in the way. Hawk's saying dynasty. Hawk, boy, I'll tell you, you've got everything on paper. Everything on paper. Kind of scary. How he made Philly the place to be. Matthew, if I'm a potential free agent or I just have been cut, you're damn right. I'm saying, man, I hope the Eagles pick me up. 85 says, damn, we need a bruiser back and trade or pick up. You know what? I'm going to get into the running back situation here in a second. Wow, the Raiders cut Leatherwood. He was struggling. I don't think he ever really um, overcame that injury he had when he was at Bama. I really don't. I, I just don't think he ever really overcame that. But I'll tell you what I would do. Okay, you know, eh, they got too much depth there. They're not the, – the Eagles I, – I know we played with Dickerson. Um, 
And the Eagles got Dickerson. I mean, that's right. Because Dickerson didn't didn't Dickerson go to FSU. I think he's a Florida State kid. Um, man, really great stuff. Look at all these starters. Look at all these starters that Howie has gone out in the offseason here and has acquired here. Really remarkable here. Okay. Really remarkable here. The trade is great. The trade is great. Howie has done this now to the coaching staff. Okay. Here, guys. Okay. Here. Okay. Here. We're going to look at the NFC. We're going to look at some of the top players in the NFC. I got an all NFC East team mapped out for you here too. As I said, Lomas Brown's going to jump aboard with us here. Least trustworthy general manager in all of football's Howie Roseman. Good. I don't want him ponying up to, um, I don't want him being friendly with agents and having to have something where you're, you got to deal with some, you're, you're looking out with what's making it best for your roster. Like I said, I think it's a merit badge. I think it's a merit badge. A merit badge. Wow. 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 You guys know me better than anyone. I don't give kudos out. I do not give kudos out for off-season stuff and phony postings on statistics. But you've accumulated the best roster in the NFC. Okay? You've accumulated the best. Philly A says, I could not believe that we picked up a safety. I can't believe you picked up a 24-year-old kid, Ace, who's a starter. You cut a starter in New Orleans because your cap issues are so bad. Howie swoops in. Hey, and guys, you understand that this is all because of Jalen Hurts. You understand this, that Howie can do all this because of Jalen Hurts. Some of you are going like this, Sills, what's Jalen Hurts got to do with a cornerback? Because Jalen Hurts has made it so that the organization is going to go into a regular season with a guy making less than Zach Pascal. He makes less than Zach Pascal. That's why they're able to get Kaiser White. That's why they're they have the belief that that kid can win ball games this year. Okay? They believe that. Xander's like, they can keep this team and sign Hurts, to which is crazy. And then you got that $5.5 million cap hit from Alshon Jeffries falling off the cap. You're like going to have more room. Doug was just a casualty of war, quite frankly, after what Chip did. How he vowed never to let that happen again. And he built the 17 team coaches are replaceable. Depends. Depends. 
then I might have to take back everything I said about Howie. Hey, Paul, Howie's job is done now. Where Howie gets in trouble, he gets involved on Sundays. Stay out of it. Stay out of it. You don't need to be giving active roster tips on Thursdays to your coach. Let, let them. It's the coaches now. Okay? It's the coaches. How he's done his job, A+. Plus. A+. Plus. A+. Plus. And you know me, having watched me for over a year now, you guys know this. This is not something that I do. I don't sit here and give you fantasy talk. I have reservations about conditioning, the practice habits, all of that. I, I That's not changing. But what I am telling you is you've built Rome. Will you own Europe? Will you be a dynasty like the Roman Empire. You've got the horses. You've got the cavalry. Do you have the coaches? And most importantly, do you have the patience to let this thing play out? You got a lot of guys on one-year contracts too. This thing's either going to take off like a Saturn rocket or this thing's going to explode. I actually love it. I'd rather have my general manager doing instead of sitting back on his fat ass doing nothing. Okay? And economically smart. These are all dudes in their 20s. A.J. Brown, 25. C.J., 24. Crazy. Crazy. Crazy good. Crazy good. Seals, can you explain to me what CJ does for the defense, Kyle asks. Gives you versatility. You could play him at corner. You could play, if you have any injuries, you could drop him over to corner. You could play him at strong safety. You could play him at free safety. He's a shit talker. He's a tackler. He's a player. And he's an attitude player. Who doesn't like attitude players in their secondary? I know I do. I know I do. For damn sure. Today is cutdown day. Today is without a doubt cutdown day. Guys, let's do this for a second here. Let's take a look at the Eagles' first opponent, and that's going to be the Detroit Lions. And there's a new attitude in Detroit. And I think Dan Campbell's done a hell of a job. And a guy who played 20 years in Detroit, and a guy who's a living legend, he's my friend. He is Lomas Brown, part of the broadcast team. Hey, Lomas, how you doing, my friend? I'm great, Dan. How are you, man? You looking good, man. Thank I like you, brother. salt and pepper look. I like that. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. New attitude of Detroit with Dan Campbell. This is going to be quite a football game between the Eagles and Lions in week one. Yeah, it should be. You're right. I mean, he is just, brother, a whole different type of thinking here. The expectations are high. Now, we still know we have some pieces that we have to fill. Still a young team, still making some of the mistakes that young teams make that we can't afford to make. But I tell you what, they're going to come ready to battle, man, every quarter, every minute, every quarter. And that's the thing that you could count on. You're going to face a gritty, hard-working team. 
Hey, Lomas, it looks to me that these guys have put a lot of work in these Lion team. I mean, you know, you look around the league, and even when I'm talking about the Eagles, I mean, helmets and shorts a lot of the way. But when I watch hard knocks and I'm watching the Lions, these guys are full pads. They're full go. I mean, they got there's like a new attitude in the building. that The players are now accountable. Yeah, you. I mean, you look at the coaching staff. Just think about the coaching staff that they have. I mean, when you talk about Randall L., talk about Hank Fraley, talk about Mark Brunel, Calvin Shepard, you know, and, of course, the head man himself, uh, uh, Dan Campbell and Deuce Staley, all these guys have been with, where those guys are trying to go. They sat in those chairs. You know that, Dan. So, you know, man, it's a sense of comfort that you would have as a player if you came to the sideline after a tough series, you know there's a sense of comfort with being able to talk to a guy that's been there, done that, compared to a guy that hasn't. So I think the assembly of this coaching staff is one of the reasons why you get excited about this team and the possibilities of what can happen. Are you a Jared Golf fan? I am. I'm telling you, man. He's a young guy. Think about it, man. The guy's only 27 years old. He's still a young guy. I think what Jared has to do, and I think he will do, is he's going to get out of his way this year, meaning that he was probably doing a lot of thinking last year. Think about it. First year in his system. First year out of California in Detroit. You know, two different coordinators throughout the year. You know, new teammates. Just think about all the things he had to make an adjustment to. Now year two, you know, he's a lot more familiar with everything now, so things should slow up for him, and he should be willing to take more chances. I think that's what the coaching staff is looking for out of Jared this year is when you got a chance or you got a guy that's open, let it go. Pick a guy and let it fly. You know what I'm saying? Just let it go and live with the consequences. You know, um, in Philadelphia, they have one of the best offensive lines, obviously. And I've been telling people in Philly this, that Lions O-line, Panay Sewell and all those guys, man, I mean, Pro Football Focus has them one of the top three offensive lines in the National Football League. And when you got sweat in the backfield, too, on what you're able to do. This kid, I think, is going to be able to catch a lot of footballs out of the backfield. He reminds me of Le'Veon Bell. I mean, there's a lot of promise. The tight end looks good. You don't get the um, Alabama wideout for a couple weeks into the regular season, but very optimistic offensively, no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think offense is going to be the problem this year or should be the problem here. Like you say, if that O-line plays the way that they want to play, see, they put expectations on themselves that they want to be the number one offensive line. So, you know, they put a lot of expectation on themselves to perform. So if they perform, I know the offense is going to be in great hands this year. It's the defensive side of the ball where, you know, where you have to worry about will we be able to stop people? You know, we're going to a wide, where we're going to the 4-3 defense but Dan you know they're going to the wide nines so do you know that automatic automatically create lanes for the running backs man just by the alignment of the defensive ends unless those linebackers are able to come down and fill those lanes you know and so that's going to be the one of the biggest question marks this year how our linebacking crew handles that and then of course how we do back in the secondary this year how's Hayden Hutchinson looking Man, I'm telling you, for a fella to be – first of all, I didn't know he was that tall. 
but for a fellow. Yeah, he's like here. six. Seven. Yeah, he's taller than you, right? Yeah, and you're like man. six six. Yes, when I met him, I was shocked at how tall he was. But I'm telling you, Dan, the thing that shocks me is this change of direction. To be that big, I mean, it's unbelievable how he's able to just kind of stop on a dime and change direction with a body size that big. So that's that and his hustle have been the two things that have impressed me the most so far about it from him. And you know, as a rookie, he going to have his ups and downs. You already know that. But I'm just saying with being a hustler and, you know, and like I say, having that change of direction, I think it's going to help him out his rookie year. Finally here, Lomas, um, boy, I see Chris Spielman's attitude all over this place. You know, I mean, you played with him. I know him well. I had a cup of coffee with you guys. You tell me, man. I mean, it just seems that Chris is Chris's influence. You can see it there, man. It just he likes these attitude guys. Yeah, I mean, those are the guys that they, he was one of those guys. Yeah, you know, Dan Campbell was one of those guys. You could just see it. Most think about most of the guys in that that uh, that he has coaching. Those were those type of guys. You know, they were attitude guys, and that's what you want, and that's what they're looking for. And they're going and they're doing a wonderful job of finding these guys, just not only in the first and second rounds, but they're finding guys late in the draft that's been helping us over the last couple of years. And that's something that we hadn't had a lot of here in Detroit with late-round guys helping or being able to step right in there. And if a starter goes down, the play doesn't fall as far, you know. So it's been great, and that's what we got to continue to do. They got to continue to add depth to the roster. But I tell you what, they're on their way here in Detroit. Absolutely, man. I I, I think this is going to be a pretty remarkable season here, man. I, Lomas, I love you, man. I appreciate you doing this for me, man. Have a great year. We'll catch up again. Thank you, my brother. Absolutely, Dan. Nothing but love for you, big fella. You bet, man. I love you, man. That's my man, Lomas Brown. Part of the broadcast team for the Detroit Lions. I've known that man over 40 years, man. We played ball against one another when he was a Florida Gator and I was a Miami Hurricane. I think that game's going to be good. I think the Lions are better. They're not in the conversation, though, obviously, with the Eagles when it comes to their when it comes to their talent and it comes to their depth that they have on their football team. Look, a lot of you guys are saying this. And and look, Jordan Malata, one of the Absolutely great round picks that they got in the seventh round. Aiden Hutchinson, I think that's going to be a great matchup in week one. I really do. I appreciate Lomas coming in. Thank you guys so much for stepping in here with us. What a day, man. What an absolute day here. Your roster is set. You've got your dudes. This might be the best roster I've seen in my lifetime for the Eagles. Might be. There was always a deficiency during the Randall Cunningham days because they never spent money on O-line. Right? Never spent money on O-line. When, when you talk about the Andy Reid, there was just something... Maybe it was the quarterback. I don't know. Maybe it was Donovan McNabb. Okay? Wasn't the coaching. Philly's never been... Well, I'll, I'll say this to you. I'm, I'm still not sold on the coaching. 
Okay, but do we agree this is Howie's grand, greatest accomplishment, this roster? This is his greatest accomplishment, is what he's built this offseason. Now if he can just stay out of the way. Stay out of the way. Let the coaches, hey, you've got to allow this coaching staff also to grow. You know, as much as I'm on Jalen, let me say this to you. I'm further removed from Jalen Hurts having success than year, and I'm more concerned about the coaching staff. I, I'm more concerned about those guys. Not so much Sirianni, but Shane Steichen. Is Shane Steichen the right guy for Jalen and the offense to gel and put all those pieces together? Jonathan Gannon, you and I have had conversations and endless conversations every week on this guy. And I personally, Dan Cilio doesn't waffle just because you add another player like this to your secondary. That doesn't change my opinion. Just like you adding A.J. Brown doesn't change my opinion on Jalen. Adding C.J. doesn't change my opinion on Jonathan Gannon. It doesn't. Because they all have to perform. Okay? Timothy, I don't think the coaching is pathetic. Okay? I don't. Then the Bucks just cut Logan Ryan. There's going to be a ton of guys out there. There's going to be a ton of guys. Okay? The coaching staff is clearly on the clock now. Absolutely, Donald. Absolutely. Gee, Gannon today on August 30th now has a gigantic bullseye and everyone should buy bullseye shirts with that guy's face in it. And you know what? Let me tell you something about Jonathan Gannon here too, which is great. This is a good thing for him. Jonathan Gannon is either going to be the next head football coach in the NFL because he would have had success this year or he'll be fired. He's under the same pressure as Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is either going to have a bag of money of $40 million per year at the end of this year, or they're going to move on from him. And that's the nature, folks, of the NFL. Nothing personal. That, that's the nature of the beast. That's how the league works. There's no gray area. You don't get graded on a bell curve in the NFL. You don't, you have to produce. Dan, if you add another to the Eagles right now, what would it be? A back. Red zone back. Or maybe um, some depth at tight end. If I had to look where they need some help, I might want to go tight end. Okay? And I want to go red zone back. Or, or, or if you want... Like I said, too, you got to address special teams here. Duke Johnson just got cut by the Bills. Could be a kick returner for you. And you might be able to get him cheap because he's been released. But you got to address, hey, 
You know what will suck? Let me say this to you. You know what will suck? If all this stuff was built and they ignored special teams and they get beat on a kickoff return or a punt return in a tight ball game against the Packers or the Titans and you get beat on a special teams play because you didn't address it. That's going to go back to Howie too, though. That's going to go back to him. Because you've got to address that. And here's the beautiful thing, too. This is the last year he can do all this. Maybe. You know why? How many chances are you going to get where you're not paying a quarterback $40 million to build your roster up and to be able to go out and find deals on the 23rd hour of the start of the NFL season? You can't do that when you're paying your guy $50 million. You think Green Bay's cutting deals with anybody? Absolutely not. They may get a deal for Jalen Rager, but the Packers would offer up a sixth or seventh round pick. You're not going to get any more than that for him. See people saying that there's a big market for him. Really? Special teams could be an issue because they haven't addressed it. O.J. Howard is another regular. Some of you guys are pathetic. Sony Michelle made the Super Bowl winning touchdown in overtime. Really a fine ball player. I would say again that the Philadelphia Eagles could get some depth at tight end and also um, at, at running back a little bit more in their pass catching. I want to hit on the running back position. I'm going to hit on that. Let me, and I'll tell you if I think it's good enough. Okay, I'll tell you if I think it's good enough. 85 goes, Dan, just watch CJ hype video. He's a dog. He, I'm stunned. I'm stunned. The Eagles pulled this off. You got to understand something. They didn't get this tart guy. This is a bona fide starting dog this is not how do you how do you get a dude like that 12 days out from the start of the season i mean seriously what are the saints thinking do the saints really think they have a player on their team that's better than cj absolutely not however they had to because of salary cap crazy hey isn't it kind of ironic though that how he's been doing all this work with with the Saints and Mickey Loomis, the general manager. I mean, it really did to me. I wonder how much of a conversation they had about Michael Thomas potentially coming into Philadelphia instead of A.J. Brown. I wonder if that went down like that. Maybe one of the guys that he was looking at was also Michael Thomas, the wide receiver. And for whatever reason, he went with A.J. Brown, okay, because they've done a lot of stuff together here, the Saints and the Eagles, trading draft choices, getting a first-round pick. I mean, now you're trading for a starter. There's a lot of conversation going back and forth between those two organizations. Wonder how much that went down like that, where they, if they were close to having talks with 
bringing Michael Thomas into Philadelphia instead of A.J. Brown. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm, and, and by the way, I'm not saying I'd rather have one or the other. I'm just saying you've done a lot of business with the Saints here. Saints got a lot of money with Honey Badger. I did, man. I mean, picking, I think this is the reason why the kid was jettisoned, in my opinion, is because they spent the money on Honey Badger and they didn't have enough money to go get this kid what he wanted. And so they were forced to do this. So instead of just letting him walk on the street today on cutdown day, by the way, top of the hour, we'll keep you all updated on what's going on with the Eagles and their cuts and on their final 53 and then 16 on their practice roster. I think Thomas is the reason they traded CJ because they were because of um, money and contract. Okay. Previously, Malcolm and Sproles. Boy, how he loves doing deals with the Saints and Mickey Loomis, doesn't he? Saints got a good roster, guys. Saints got a good roster. They really do. It's a great roster, actually. And I and I told you this yesterday. I think they're going to give the Buccaneers all they can handle. Okay? Five-star. Boy, man, he, he's really built a hell of a roster. By the way, I've got my all-NFC East team. You tell me if you agree with that. I like the fact that we spent a little time with my friend Lomas Brown because Lomas is part of the broadcast team there with the Lions. I think the Lions Lions are going to show up and play. Eagles are better. No one's making a proclamation here that they're not better. No one's saying that. But you better be ready to play. 12 days until rent's due. Okay. Hey, Sills, c- correction. How he likes robbing the Saints. Sure seems in the interim. Um, Dankos, did the Saints really get worse? I, I, you can't tell me you think you got a better guy than, than that guy sitting on your second team. 12 days out. Okay. You can't tell me that. Right. You can't tell me that. All right, I want to hit on the running back position and get all your thoughts on it. It's really an inspiring day by the general manager of the Eagles. And you know me. I don't sit around throwing out kudos. It's not what I do. It's not my nature. Okay? I'm always looking at getting better, and they got better today. The Eagles got better. They're the best roster in the NFC. There's no doubt. I said safety position, and I said the running back position. All right, I got to take a time out here. Okay? Yeah, and by the way, that's a great line by Xander. If you're in the Eagle locker room right now, you know what you're doing too? You're doing this. Shit. Shit. LFG, baby. Hey, don't forget my friends at Morgan & Morgan where the fee is free. You're hurt or injured on the job, my friends? Calling Morgan & Morgan will be the right move for you because they will make sure you and your family get the fair protection that they need when it comes to compensation. Last 30 years, they've collected over $13.5 billion worth of compensation for their clients. For the people is not a slogan. It is who they are. With over 800 attorneys and offices in Philly, New York, and in Florida, Nobody is bigger and nobody is better. 
Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. Call us free. Consultation's free. 800-512-1600. When you call Morgan & Morgan, do me a favor. Tell them Dan Cilio sent you. I'm John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan. When you're hit from behind in a car crash, the insurance company may try to say, you can't possibly be hurt. It was only a few miles an hour. It's simply not true. You see, here's the thing. Getting hit at 10 miles per hour is like falling off of this. 15 miles per hour, like this. And only 25 miles per hour, this. Injured, dial pound law. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Plan your day with confidence. Definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand. And keep your family safe with Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Well over seven inches of rain. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising right now. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. On TV, on 6abc.com, and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action News and AccuWeather. The team you trust. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the pulse and the pools go for the ooze and the oz go for the bubbles and the bubbly go for the story and the stories go for the win go to ocean casino resort book your trip at theoceanac.com Welcome back. National Football Show. Big sales. Please hit the like button. You guys have been spectacular. And I will tell you this. This is your day of optimism. And it's real. 
This is not fool's gold. Not when you're adding 24-year-old starters for late-round picks. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. By the way, top of the hour, we'll update the releases in the official 53-man roster for the Philadelphia Eagles. Ty asked the question over here. Hey, Dan, how does all these teams and all these other teams have all these enormous contracts and we have two maybe can't afford anything and we're being like a $4.9 million billion net worth? Ty, the New England Patriots built that dynasty over 20 years by not spending a lot of money. There weren't enormous contracts in New England. Daniel Snyder spent an entire decade bringing players into Washington, and it resulted into nothing. How many times did Al Davis back in the day bring in free agents, and he brought them in, and they equated to nothing? This is about chemistry and addressing needs. This is the thing that has made what Roseman has done this offseason here spectacular. There's not an area on the football team that he's not addressed that needed to be addressed. There were holes everywhere on the football team. There were holes everywhere. Xander, put that graphic up. Look at this thing. I mean, look at this. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this guy's the Grim Reaper, man. This guy's the Grim Reaper of general managers. And when you put a poll out there that says that he's the least trustworthy, great, great. I don't want my general manager being butt buddies with everybody. I want him going out making moves to make my team better. Howie Roseman doesn't give a shit about cutting a good deal for your team. He cares about cutting a good deal for his team. It's great. Again, Devil's advocate here. My problem with him is it's not really this. Now, again, watch this. Someone goes, Sills, what about the 2020 draft? I get it. Jalen Hurts and Quez and the rest of them, I don't know. Every GM has got those, though. And now since he's gotten this, I'll tell you what, since he's gotten this three-year contract extension, that's a different dude. Isn't it also seem to be this? Since they got rid of Doug, is Howie better? Is Howie a better general manager right now since they got rid of Doug? Right? Am I am I am I am I wrong? Dude, they gave that guy a three-year contract extension, and this guy is like he's the Wizard of Oz going out and making these deals. Since Doug Peterson has left that building. Hey, you know what, too? I bet you Doug's going to be a better coach in Jacksonville, too. Because these guys are going to be the captains of their own ship. You had two captains in the building. And it collided with one another. Owner picked. Did he pick right? We'll find out. Because here, as much as we're giving Howie Roseman love today, can I be a little objective here? You think he picked the right coaches? 
You think he's picked the right coaches for his roster. You know how we always say, not everything collides in the right path and all of a sudden you have the perfect storm. Like 2017 was the perfect storm for the Eagles. Okay, it was the perfect storm. Things worked and it magically fell and earned. Wasn't some stupid thing where you went, man, I was just a luck catch like the uh, Tyree, like, the, like the, the helmet Velcro catch with Eli. No one's talking. They kicked their ass in that Super Bowl. They kicked their ass. Okay. Have you lined up the right coaches? Do you have the right guys to pull the trigger on this? Holy cow. This coaching staff, if this team ends up nine and eight, there'll be firings like you wouldn't believe. You have an A roster now. You know why it's not A plus? Let's see the quarterback play. Let's see. Can I tell you this? If Jalen Hurts runs through the tape, this will be the greatest offseason I've ever seen for a team. You built the freaking team. No, I'm going to make a comparison to you. I just got goosebumps. There were two other examples. Xander, listen to me on this. There were two other examples on when we saw this last. Do you know when they were? Where we saw something just like this? History does repeat itself. This is when it's happened. Tom Brady on a sixth-round contract. They trade Bledsoe, and they were so confident that Brady was the guy. They traded him in the division. They sent him to the Bills in the AFC East, and they had just signed him to a $100 million deal. But what was the secret sauce in that? Brady was on a six-round contract. The Patriots could build that roster. O-line. Okay? The Nate Soldiers and all those guys. They were able to build that team. Then the quarterback's contract came up, and he was ready to take over the team and turn the Wes Welkers, who were special teams guys in Miami, into stars. No-name wideouts, Edelman and Amendola, because you had a star quarterback. Another place it happened was Seattle. Remember that, that, that quarterback that they had from Green Bay, Matt Flynn? They gave him a $17 million signing bonus because they needed a quarterback. They drafted this guy out of the Wisconsin who had transferred from NC State on a third-round deal. What did that give them the ability to do? Michael Bennett's, Cam Chancellor's, Richard Sherman's. They built that legion of boom on that side of the ball. Because why? They weren't spending a ton of money on the quarterback. How he's in that same room. Now the question is, does Jalen turn into Brady and Russell Wilson? 
meaning success. Because if that happens, you will be a dynasty. Those were two teams that dominated the AFC and NFC for a decade because of that single move where the head coach and the organization went just like this. I'm going with the latter guy because money is going to help us build the roster around him. But here's the difference. Howie's got two first rounders next year. They're like satellites circling the earth. They're just there. The Eagles have a chance this year. If they push this thing through, I'll tell you something else. If that guy, Nick Sirianni, and his coaching staff can't get it done, there's a dude that would look at that and go, tell you what, he drafted Tyson Hill. Wonder what Sean Payton would do in Philly. Every coach in their right mind will want to coach the Philadelphia Eagles. With the talent that they have constructed on that team now, now you've not only made it, conducive for free agents to want to go. Now you're doing this too. you got assistant and head coaches doing this now. Hey, man. How about Philly? Jalen Rager and Andre Dillard are both on the 53-man roster. That's not that much of a surprise. We'll take a look at that, and we'll see if we can get it all posted here at the top. i got to take a timeout. I want to hit the running backs. I want to go through the NFC East. And I'm going to show you how, if you're Dallas, you're afraid right now, Philly. Hit the like button, hour two. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go passionately, go fearlessly, go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go first. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor. A pace setter. Jim is my North Star. 
trusted, revered, appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate, honest, and fair. He is extremely dedicated, motivated, and always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader, and we're lucky to have him. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the pulls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the ahs. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Hour two, National Football Show. Please hit the like button. Jalen Rager and Andre Dillard have made the 53-man roster. It is set, and we are ready for September 11th. There is no question today the addition of adding Saints safety and, if you want to say, cornerback, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. They get the Saints' seventh-rounder also in 2025. The Saints get the Eagles' fifth-round pick in 2023. And the worst of the two six-rounders in 2024. Congratulations to you. Howie Roseman should take a bow today. Okay? You should take take a bow today on what he's done. I am going to show you the difference in rosters, okay, in the NFC East and how far the Philadelphia Eagles have come in talent. Now, again, let's put this here. The only thing we're talking about today is paper. We are not talking about performance yet. So they don't, they don't sometimes match up. You can look at a roster and go, How did this roster not be successful? How many times have we seen rosters constructed? And I've always said this, the teams that make a lot of moves are sometimes the teams that have more question marks and more issues. And it shows its head sometimes when you get the, isn't it true the teams that have the least amount of moves are usually in the NFL, the teams that have the greatest success. Teams that have a lot of moves, folks, always, I question that. Look how many moves Buffalo made. They got Von Miller. They got Von Miller. Von Miller. Green Bay made no moves except for the draft. They're still going to win 13 ball games. I don't care what anybody says. Why would that change? Oh, Devontae's not there. Okay. Yeah. Well, the last 40 years, nobody in Green Bay knows it couldn't name the last first-round draft choice they drafted in the last 40 years. Okay? San Francisco, look at what they did. They were so not sure of their quarterback. 
They brought Garoppolo back. That shows you one difference between the Eagles and the Niners. The Eagles are all in on Jalen, and they let everyone in the locker room know that. Can you imagine walking into the San Francisco 49ers locker room today and seeing Jimmy G's face on the active roster if you're Trey Lance? You've divided the locker room with one move. Signed Nick Foles, Carson Wentz. You got Carson Wentz and Nick Foles in San Francisco right now. Okay? <laughs> hey, Philiopolis, Green Bay's got a better defense than you. They'll be top five. Okay? They'll be top five. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, and, and they've won 39 ball games in the last three. We'll see. Okay, to act like Devontae Adams leaving, it's not a big deal. A little bit. It's not like that division's the AFC West, though. You're making it sound like the NFC North is the AFC West. Okay, guy, right. Minnesota and then no one else. They'll win that division again. They'll win that division again. Dan, Philip Lindsay and Duke Johnson or trade for Vikings. I like the fact that they could maybe bring in Duke Johnson. I'd like to see Duke maybe play back there as kickoff and punt return. I'd like to have that, okay? Packers have no wide receivers, big sales. It's never really mattered. Devontae Adams wasn't a first-rounder. He, they were never first-rounders up. They've had only two first-rounders in 42 years. When you have Favre and you have Aaron Rodgers, you don't really – they're, they're history. You're not going by what they've done historically. You're just looking at the player not being there and thinking they're going to suck. Rodgers is the two-time reigning MVP, Okay. Dan, I think the Vikings could take it. I do too, Ryan. I do too. Let me show you something here, though, and let me throw this at you here on the running back position now. I'd say, look, if there's a weakness on the Eagles right now, I would do this. I would say tight end, I'd like to see some more depth, and I would like to see a pass-catching running back in the backfield for Jalen Hurts. That's what I would like to see. Now, all that being said, do you think they have enough with Gainwell and with Boston Scott and with an injured Miles Sanders, who I'm sick of talking about? Miles Sanders, I don't want to hear about talent anymore. I'm sick of that conversation with him. Okay? Miles Sanders has talent. Who cares? Who cares? He's always hurt. He's always hurt. Nell says pass rusher. Now, I think you're going to get from sweat. You could have double digits. I think you're going to get a rejuvenated Fletcher Cox. Hassan is going to be a force. I think you've got the horses to get into the top 15 in sacks. I don't want to go crazy yet. Okay? 
but I think you could get in the top 15. I do. I think you could get into that conversation there. What about drafting the running back out of Texas? I'm not drafting no running back in my top three rounds. I'm going to pull a Parcells when it comes to the running back position nowadays. You know, Bill Parcells in his entire coaching career never drafted a running back in the top three rounds in any year he was a head coach. Hell, I don't even think he did that when he was the executive for the Dolphins. Parcells never believed it. You know, he believed in the Jamie Morrises, the O.J. Andersons. He believed in guys like that. Dave Maggots, you know, those kind of players. Later round guys, he never believed in spending high money. I, I can't remember if Curtis Martin was a product of him when he was with the Jets. I don't remember that. Um, How the Eagles line up against the NFC East. Let me show you how much of a difference you have in rosters here. God, this kid, I cannot believe that he went out, Howie Roseman, and signed this kid, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. And for what little assets he had to give up to get him, you made a deal for a bona fide 24-year-old starter. That so doesn't happen. I don't know what happened between Mickey Loomis and the head coach and the rest. I don't know what happened in the building. But how you got that is crazy. Okay? And really, to give up a fifth rounder, okay, that's a big pick. And the worst of the two six in 2024, crazy. Crazy great. Crazy great. Crazy great. Crazy great. Look at look at how he – here – Look at how you match up against the Cowboys. And here, let me give you my synopsis as we get ready for the start of the season here. And I wrote these little notes down here about each team in the NFC East. You ready? Here's my assessment of the Cowboys. You can't win. And this goes to the Philadelphia Eagles too, my friends. You can't win a Super Bowl in the offseason. But you can lose one. And to me, the Cowboys lost it. And their opportunity to be a Super Bowl contending team in the offseason. You let Gregory go. You still have some talent on the team. You got an aging offensive line. You got a running back who hasn't looked the same in three years. Four years ago, this dude was running the ball at about 100 yards a game. Shit, this guy's about 58 yards a game now. Look at how much production he's lost. Look at that. And they're going to compete for the division. But here, right here, friends, is the difference between the Cowboys and the Eagles. The Eagles are going to contend for the NFC Championship. And by the way, who was the first person in Philadelphia to tell you that your team's going to the NFC title game? Me. Me. I said it. And I've been holding to that. Whatever my opinion is of Jalen, has never changed my opinion, has it? We have been saying that for over three and a half months. The Eagles are going to go to the NFC title game. Here is the difference between the Cowboys and the Eagles. Eagles are contending for the conference crown. 
the Cowboys are going to be contending for the NFC East. Sean Payton underachieved in New Orleans. Talented roster. All of them fell short. Okay? Okay, they was 9-7 and seven in the postseason. Xander, throw that up, my friend. Let's see what we have here. What is this? Is this Jalen? This is the hype video. Look at this. How you feeling? Look at this, man. Look at this hype video. <laughs> this is dope. This is the 53-man roster of the Philadelphia Eagles. Boom. Boom. Very good. Very good, man. 53-man roster of your 2022 Philadelphia Eagles, the best roster in the NFC. I don't think you're the Bills because the Bills have Josh Allen. But I think you're right there when it comes to... Now, yours is more unproven because of the new additions. We have to... We have to hey, give me this. We have to see it play out. You have to see this play out. You just can't go like this. Well, we've got the, you know... It surely looks at when you put the pieces on the chessboard here that all the squares are covered here, right? Hey, big sills. Hey, hey, by the way, can somebody give me an update on whether or not Jay Jaw made the Saint or the Seahawks? I'd like to know if he made the Seahawks. Okay, let me know if he made the Seahawks. Um. Flex, front runner at its finest. Don't know what the, I, I, J.J.O. got cut. So, Howie Roseman made a deal to send J.J.O. to Seattle, and he got draft choices back out of that. And Seattle cut him. Okay? Dude, <laughs> that's a freaking, even, a, hey, even, even though you didn't get the return of investment on a second rounder, you still made something out of nothing, and you turned around and got picks for a guy Seattle ends up cutting. And they turned around and used those same picks to get Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. How is that for you and your boy Howie Roseman? He, Jay Jaw got you a starting safety. He covered his loss there, my book. He covered the loss. Watch this. Okay. Here's my eraser. You're forgiven on Jay Jaw. 
Think of that. He used the Jay Jaw move to Seattle to get this guy as a starter. Remarkable. Remarkable. That's right. Turn dirt into diamonds. Dylan, it's a brilliant move. Brilliant. Could be the move, even, even smarter of a move. A.J. Brown's not a smart move. Who in their right mind wouldn't want that guy? That is working the dots and crossing T's and doing due diligence and capology and all that other shit. Really good, man. Bob says big sales, and he's looking for a backup quarterback. Minshew for Madison? Why? Bob. In case of something catastrophic, I got maybe one of the best substitute teachers on a roster I can't F with. Why would I want to get rid of a quarterback now that I know that could carry the mail for me until Jalen gets back and Gardner Minshew to go down a step in case something happens, twisted ankle, he misses a week. Why would I want to do that? I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do that. He turned that damn J-Jaw move into a gold. He turned it into gold. Now, Howie, get out of the way. Get out of the way. Your work is done. Your work is done. Now it's up to the people that you've empowered. See, this is the one thing you got to look at with Roseman here. Does he have the patience or is he a control freak? Doesn't how he come off like a control freak? What happens with control freaks? They're afraid to let loose. Okay. They're afraid to trust people. Right. Right. You're afraid. Man, what a move. Howie Smart, he's keeping Dillard. Razor, he's keeping Dillard because Dillard is a commodity. Look how many teams. The Buccaneers would have picked that guy up in 14 seconds, Andre Dillard. The Giants would have picked his ass up in 14 seconds. Okay? They would have picked him up. Dude. So what? Andre Dillard did not make the Eagles starting five. Okay. That's not a bad deal. You're talking about a star-studded offensive line. You're talking about the most talented offensive line. Okay. It's a lot different than being cut in New York with the Giants and you having to go tell your agent, I was cut in New York by the worst old line in football, them and the Bears. You got two of the greatest security blankets in Gardner Minshew and Andre Dillard in case something goes down because you got versatility. And as I was saying, look at in the NFC here. I wrote these cliff notes down. The Cowboys lost their chance to be a Super Bowl contender in the offseason. The Eagles increased their chances of being the conference champions. 
Look at the two directions. Here's the Giants. Here's my Giant notes. Giants. Um, they were bad last year. They'll be better. But it's been a mass unit the entire offseason here for them. Um, they still believe in Daniel Jones. How can you believe in Daniel Jones? I mean, Jesus Christ, really? Flex says 12 and 5, 13 and 4 with convincing wins over Dallas. Okay. That's your expectations, Flex. I mean, they still believe. New look old line. Ton of changes. Giants just, I don't know. They haven't been good in a decade. Washington, possibly a team that can contend, maybe, for a playoff spot. Chase Young's not going to be ready. Who's their edge rusher? Okay. They've got some pieces wide out, you know. Not like a ton of them. You line up the Eagles next to all of these teams, these three teams in the NFC East, and you do this. There is no excuses for failure. Failure is not an option. And you know what failure is? Don't talk to me about 10 wins and a playoff appearance because asses will be fired if that's the case. Okay? Drake signed. Um, JG is on the hot seat. Yeah, that's an, that's an understatement. That's an understatement when we're talking about that. By the way, I wrote down my all NFC East team. I love this time of the year because now that the rosters are set. Okay. And by the way, hey, Xander, we'll replay the 53-man roster at the top of the 3 o'clock or the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Okay. We'll do that at the top of the 5 o'clock hour so you guys can get a chance to see the Eagles, all courtesy of the Eagles, so you guys get to see it. We'll do that again. I like that video. Xander, so we'll have that ready at the top of the 5 o'clock hour for you guys. Um, I wrote, I wrote down the top players, in my opinion, in the NFC East. Let's start with offense. Dak's the best quarterback in the division going into the regular season. You could debate any way you want. You could talk to me um, till you're blue in the face. Dak's the best. I don't even know if Jalen's ever beaten him. And I don't even think the games were close. Um, Dak is the best quarterback in the division. Now, can that change by the end of the year? Yes. Oh, in here, do I think Dak Prescott is trending up? No. Do I think Jalen's trending up? Um, I don't know yet. I'm not going to take other people's words for it. I want to see it. I don't like people overhyping people that are not established. So I want to see it. By the way, it's no negative or no nothing uh, positive. It's just Switzerland right now. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I have no opinion on Jalen. I want to see Jalen going into this year playing, and I want to see what he's going to do. Okay? Hey, he gets out and he throws for 400 yards against the Lions. We're talking about, a, we're talking about really a frightening football team if he does that. I got Saquon Barkley as the best running back, I know. I debated on this one here because of injuries. Why would I give him the benefit of the doubt over Miles Sanders? I think he's just a little bit better, okay? Thoughts on Blankenship making the team at safety? Look, prior to them getting CJ, 85, that position's not real deep and really talented. It's probably the least talented group of anybody on the roster. But now when you're adding a player versatility of Johnson and you're putting him back there, Blankenship is one of the better players, but that's not saying a lot. Howie has gone after a guy in San Francisco, and now he's made a deal to go after and get a guy in New Orleans. That all, It's all really you need to know that he doesn't really have great faith in that position of safety. So he's – He's keeping the best guys he has. Um, offensive tackles, Andrew Thomas, New York Giants, Lane Johnson, Philadelphia Eagles. Those are the two best tackles in the NFC East. Zach Martin, Dallas Cowboys, offensive guard. Landon Dickerson, Philadelphia Eagles. And Jason Kelsey's the best center, so think about that. And let me throw this in. Dallas Goddard, I got a tight end. So on my all-NFC East team, I've got Dallas Goddard, Lane Johnson, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, and A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, and McLaren from... McLaurin from Washington. That's my offense. Lane goes, Lane Johnson didn't even make the top 100. Well, Lane Johnson is one of the top three offensive tackles um, in the National Football League. So whatever that list means, I'm just telling you in my opinion. Um, See here. Defense. Edge rushers, I've got Demarcus Lawrence, Dallas, 
and Hassan Reddick, Eagles. Interior lineman, Jonathan Allen, Washington, and Hardgrave, Philadelphia. Linebacker, Michael Parsons, and Blake Martinez, New York Giants. Corners, Trayvon Diggs, Dallas, Darius Slay, Philly, and Kendall Fuller, Washington. Safeties, Jerron Curse, Dallas, and Xavier McKinney, New York Giants. That's how I see the best players at their respected positions in the NFC East. So, to me, again, there's a lot of Eagle guys that Howie Roseman has added, and they're starters. By week eight, you'll have Smitty in there, okay? He's a climber. Lane Johnson should be in the top five. He's a really fine ball player. Um, Leatherwood and Stout Future Lane replacement, 85. I thought about that a little bit. Bring a guy. I I think his injuries, though, man, when he – I just think he has struggled with those injuries with Las Vegas. And every time I watched him play, he got beat on his outside shoulder a lot. And I just didn't really see him. And he struggled with the Raiders, man. He did. He struggled with them. Epps, Gardner, Johnson are going to be a fantastic duo in that secondary. Well, when you put them on the other sides, uh, Darius Slay and with Bradbury, you got a lot of experience in that secondary now. You got a ton of secondary experience. Again, this is going to come back down once. You know, listen what we're talking about here. This is going to come down to the coaches. Now, let me, let me address the running back stuff here. Okay, let me address the running back. Do you think you have enough? Do you guys think you have enough to, to continue to be one of the top running attacks in the National Football League? Do you believe you do? Do you think you have still one of the top running attacks with, with that group of guys? Can you get by with those guys? Ray says no. GT, no. Fly says no. Jordan says definitely not. So, again, you did it pretty much by committee last year. You did it by committee. And because you're so talented up front, the guys behind him, I mean, me personally, I would see who's out there and if I could bring somebody in to add some depth to the position. I think the Eagles need some depth there. I think you guys can get by with it, but I think you need some depth. 40 40 Boy Lou, you guys are falling in this dude from the Saints already. Chill, there's a reason he got cut. He wasn't cut, dude. He was traded. He's not cut. And from what I understand, he was traded because of salary cap issues. The Saints are in hell with that. And I've seen the kid play. I know who the guy is. He's a ball player. We had question marks about the guy in San Francisco. We were all like this. I don't know. 
And I said two weeks ago, that guy ain't making the team. I watched him play. I don't think he was going to make – I saw it immediately. I didn't think he was going to make the ball club. I was like, that guy ain't making the team. He ain't making it. GI says, I like Gainwell. He's tough. I just don't think you have enough talent at that position to duplicate what you did a year ago. I think the old line is completely capable of doing it. But to me, it's got to come down to production too. And you can't have these musical chairs that running back like the Eagles have had for a second consecutive year. See, what you're trying to do with these roster spots and these positions, you're trying to create stability, Adam. You're not trying to have musical chairs. Now, look, I get the salary cap each and every single year. It dictates that. And so you've got to constantly have a revolving roster, but not at multiple positions and not at multiple group positions like we're seeing here. Look at what they've had to do. Look at what the Eagles have done in the last 18 months. They completely have revamped their linebackers. They've completely revamped their secondary. They're not so much revamping the defensive line, but they've added. Look at how little they've done on offense, which is great. They've added a star wide out. And what else? Uh, some depth with Zach. What, what else? Depth with Cam Jurgens. Right? The offensive side of the ball is the most stable side of the ball. Okay? Name goes, Hurts is 50% of the running dynamic. That's the problem with the offense, though, Name. Name, you nailed it. That's the problem with the offense. Is that the quarterback is 50% responsible for the running attack. You can't have that. To be a proficient, balanced team, the quarterback can't be the centerpiece runner and the centerpiece thrower. Can't be. Your quarterback's talents can't be running the ball and not throwing the ball. You've got to reverse that. I need Jalen Hurts this year to be a better passer and less of a runner. And that's why that position's important. Gary Cobb said that yesterday, the running back position. If Jalen Hurts wants to improve as a passer, you got to have better running backs, my opinion, or to be fair, healthier running backs. M. Reyes says it's not a problem, it's a feature. Yeah, well, that shelf life is not a lot, Reyes. You're asking for trouble with your quarterback getting hit if you have that mentality. You're asking for it. He needed surgery at the end of the year. In his first year starting, you think that's getting better or worse? You keep having your quarterback be your focal point at running, that's what they're doing right now in Buffalo. They're trying to get Josh Allen out of that. They don't want him running. Josh Allen's shell life, running the way he does, is nowhere near the shell life of Patrick Mahomes. Nowhere until they rectify that. Until they rectify it. And by the way, this is not a slam on Jalen in any way. It's a philosophical mentality that the Eagles have to help him. You need better backs. 
or more reliable backs, whatever you want to call it. We need another back. Miles will miss games. Absolutely. And then get this. Miles Sanders misses games. Jalen has to run the ball. I don't want that. Sanders, you want to hear something? Sanders actually stops the and stunts the growth of the passing game when he's not out there. And the coaches know this. He stunts it. Because Jalen has to be the focal point of running the ball again. Miles Sanders and the health at the running back position stunts the growth of the passing game. Because you got to have your quarterback take off. That's a fact. Okay, that's a fact. If you had a re- – can you imagine if you guys had the 17 backs on this team? Jalen Hurts, you could make the argument – and I would be more apt to go 4,000 passing yards with backs like you had in 17. Eh, well, you know, uh, it's going to be pretty close. Okay. That'd be pretty close. Jalen knows his job is on the line. He's going to run, throw, kick, do whatever he has to do, Sills. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna um, put that at the top of the hour, and you're gonna see it courtesy of the Eagles, the 53 man roster, your 2022 roster. That's at the top of the hour. We're gonna do that. We'll replay that video. It's pretty dope. Um, the running back by committee is just not gonna cut it, in my opinion. All right, please hit the like button. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about Jonathan Gannon on the other side here. Don't forget my friends at Morgan & Morgan, where the fee is free. If you guys are hurt or injured on the job, always make sure you understand that Morgan & Morgan is there for you and to make sure that your family has fair compensation when it comes to collecting if you're hurt or injured on the job. That's what they do, and that's what they've been doing for the last 30 years. Nobody is bigger. Nobody is better. With over 800 attorneys and offices in Philly, New York, and in Florida, Morgan & Morgan is going to do battle for you each and every single day. Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. The call is free. The consultation's free. 800-512-1600. And when you call Morgan & Morgan, tell them Dan Celio sent you. After a car crash, the big insurance companies you see advertising on TV, they may try to downplay your case and might say it's only a fender bender or it's just a herniated disc. I worry that some law firms fall for this BS. Not us. We put ourselves in your shoes and ask, what would it be like to be in your pain for the rest of our lives? A million dollars wouldn't be enough for me. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. Forthepeople.com. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! 
Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor. A pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted. Revered. Appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate. Honest. And fair. He is extremely dedicated. Motivated. And always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader. And we're lucky to have him. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the pulls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the ahs. Go for the bubbles. And the bubbly. Go for the story. And the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. National Football Show. It's your boy, Big Sills. Please hit the like button. Thank you guys so much for coming aboard here. Let me let me throw this at you here. As excited as we are about what this roster looks like right now, okay? You've got to temper your emotions on how this has played out. And where I'm going with this is, this is still a development of a roster here. You're developing this roster. And what's really great about it, you've got young players, veteran players, okay? You've got a combination in here. And there's a great mix. And can I tell you one of the most important things that the Eagles have done to this roster and to this organization this offseason. I can make all the noise I want. It's kind of my nature, right? But they have no noise in that building. There's no negativity. You know, I said something to you the other day, and I'm contradicting myself a little bit. I want to tell you something. And Xander, you're going to love this. You know, that high, 
hyperbole talk that Sirianni's been doing about Jalen, about how great everyone's looked and how everything in the organization is perfect. Can I tell you guys something? I don't ever remember Jimmy Johnson ever saying anything negative at all, ever, about a practice, about a player, about anything, ever. It was always positive. He despised any negativity in conversations around his players or about his players by anyone in the PR department, his coaches, anyone. He would not tolerate that. I don't ever remember being around him and hearing him say, that guy's shit. This was terrible. We weren't very, I never remember that. I always remember positive encouragement, pushing the player to, because he always had a philosophy of this, guys. Jimmy always believed this. If you tell a player who he is, he'll remain. If you tell a player what he can be, he'll become it. And he believed that all the time. Jimmy always tried to make C students into B students and B students into A students. He knew who his A students were already. The Emmett Smiths of the world, the Michael Irvins of the world, all those guys. He knew those guys were striving for greatness. It was the other part of his roster that he had to coach. And that's kind of maybe what Sirianni's doing here. He's coaching the other guys and the young players that are on that team. And now when you mix in veteran players, you mix in established starters, you, you, you go out and what you're doing is you're also showing everyone in your organization all in. You're all in. You know what today is? Today has nothing to do with Jalen Hurts. Today has everything to do with the success of every man in his cubicle and in his stall today. Everybody was given an oar today. You're going to row out the sea starting September 11th. And you're going to be in that boat like 31 other teams. Who gets to the finish line? And the Eagles have a strong boat, dude. Look at the teams around the league. Look at the teams just in the NFC. Watch this. You give the Bucks and Brady the benefit, don't you? I'll say this to you about the Buccaneers. How many people think Brady's going to want to go out with a whimper in his last year starting as a National Football League player? You think that guy's not going to do everything in his power to go out trying to win another Super Bowl? So all of those out there saying that Brady and the Buccaneers are not going to put up a good season, I don't think Tom Brady's going to want to end that that way. My opinion. Now, do they have holes? Yeah. Watch this. I'll say this to you. If you took Tom Brady off that Buccaneer team, would the Eagles be better? Would the Eagles be better if you took Brady off the Bucks? Boy, I don't know. Maybe? 
L. Jack, your Dolphins are going to have a great year this year, I believe. Okay? How close are you to the Rams? What kind of team do you think you have versus the Rams? Close. Right? Close. Mr. International, today has to do has to do with Howie Roseman giving Nick Sirianni and Jonathan Gannon targets and scopes and telling them at 100 yards to shoot. Easy mission to get it done. Well, they're they're on the hot seat. Rams are solid. Wayne in the same air. Maybe. The Rams are better. But they're not deep. You see, the teams you see here in August and in September won't be the same teams later in the year. Okay? The Eagles, watch this. The Eagles might not be as talented as the Bucks, the Rams, or the Packers. But there's 18 weeks that have to be played. Eagles could be the best team in the NFC by the end of the year. They could be the best team or the best record. Because if I'm the Philadelphia Eagles, how do I guarantee my seat at the dinner table at the NFC championship game? I have to have home field. I have to have home field because I do not want to go on the road and play the Rams or the Bucks or the Packers. I don't. I want them to come to my building. I want to play the wild card and have home field advantage. I want to buy. If I were the Eagles, my goal this year would get, I want to be the team with the buy. Why not? Why not Philly? Why, why should it be the Bucks or the Rams? Why not Philly? Why not you having the buy? Why not you having it? You have just as right a chance as winning 12 or 13 ball games as anybody else does. How about this? Who has the best chance of winning 13 games in the NFC this year? I think the Bucs are going to have, um, I think they're going to have a dogfight with the, with the Saints this year. I really do. I don't think that that's going to be that easy in that division. And you know this, the Cowboys are going to be cut. How about this? Here, if you put the Cowboys in the Buccaneers right now and you put them in a game, who would be favored to win that game? What would the betting public be thinking right now? Cowboys? Or the Eagles. Right? Buccaneers defense is way better because they've been together. True. I agree. Buccaneers have been, they have clearly been together. Right? The books have the Saints in the division. They have totally, I mean, they've owned the division. All right. 
Hey, at the top of the hour, we're going to show you the 53-man roster of the Philadelphia Eagles. So be prepared for that. We're going to have that at the top. We're going to reset everything here because the roster set, the 53-man roster set, we're going to go over, again, the impact of what this trade means here. Um, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, we'll talk about that. There is no question, in my opinion, okay, no question, that how he took that J-Jaw deal and he turned it into a starter. He turned it into a starter in your secondary. That's brilliant. Kudos. You know me. I don't throw out merit badges like that. Okay? That's right, name brand. The Bucks have Brady's arm and you have Jalen's legs. That's true. That's the difference in that game. The artist formerly known as Lawrence Weaver. I love it. If Hertz can't read defenses, we're back at it again at the end of the year talking, where's Lamar? I got it. I got it. We all know that. I know they cut JJ. I got it. And which makes it even more crazy that Howie was able to work picks out of that and use them to get CJ here as a starting safety. And you could also drop him in the slot to have him cover the slot guy. He's that talented. I think he's a talented football player. Jalen Rager was never not going to make this football team. Because he sees Jalen Rager and he, oh, the problem here with Howie in this pick is that Howie, he overvalues Jalen Rager. And when he puts him out there for trade bait, the other teams in the league aren't biting on it because they don't see him with that same value that the Eagles do. But what Howie's going to have to compromise, and by the way, it was beautifully done. He went out and he got him. He got he went out and he ended up getting a starting safety. Okay. Got a starting safety out of the whole deal. How he addresses the real hole on the roster. Wide receiver five. Makes how many plays a year? It's not a real issue except when we're talking special teams. Okay? It's an issue on special teams, though. Because traditionally, your WR5 is your punt returner and your kick returner. And he's he's a piece of that unit, traditionally. Okay? Hey, if that's me back there, man, I might put, I might put Gainwell back there. I might put somebody that is more reliable back there and more durable back there for me to, to uh, take those punts and take those kickoff returns. Because Jalen Rager just doesn't seem like he wants the job. If I was Jalen Rager, I would look at it this way. That's my only job, and that's my only place on how I'm going to be a viable point to this team. On a scale of 1 to 10, what do you rate Sanders playing-wise? Um... I think Miles Sanders is a good ball player, dude. 
All right, I got to take a time out. We're going to reset everything. Hit the like button. Hour three, keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go passionately, go fearlessly, go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go first. Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor, a pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted, revered, appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate, honest, and fair. He is extremely dedicated, motivated, and always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader, and we're lucky to have him. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles. And the bubbly. Go for the story. And the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Three National Football Show. It's your boy Big Sills. We're going to show you the 53-man roster of the Philadelphia Eagles here in a second. But I want to set the day and what has happened here with this team. And here on August 30th, where you are in the room as you prepare for this upcoming season. And I'm going to put this out there too for you guys. This roster has been the best roster that Howie Roseman has ever put together as the general manager of your football team. From top to bottom, it's the most balanced. Well, here. 
there's still holes on the team. Your special teams still have to be addressed. But your D and O, it's the best he's put together as a roster here. And the deal that they made, we're going to talk about that here in a second, but the roster of the 53-man roster for the 2022 Philadelphia Eagles, it's now officially set. And here's Howie Roseman's creation. All courtesy of the Eagles here, here is your football team. Fantastic. Kudos. Standing ovation for Howie Roseman and him building his football team this year. Now it's in the hands of the coaches. We'll get to that in a second here. Also, earlier, prior to us going on, it happened probably right before sports take went on. The Eagles make a move, and they get Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and the Saints' seventh rounder in 2025. The Saints get the Eagles' Fifth round pick in 2023, and the worst of the two sixth rounders in 2024. Basically, what they did was they got a starter now. At safety, slot, you could also play him at corner if you had to. The job that this general manager has done with this football team um, has been um, remarkable. He's been the star of the offseason here. He's done every single thing that if you're Jeffrey Lurie, the owner of the Eagles, you have to be exceptionally excited with what has happened here. You have to be completely over the top excited. There's no noise. There's no controversies. There's no issues. It's ready to go play now. My questions, special teams and coaching. Okay. Hey, And the conversation, if you notice today, has veered away from Jalen. Why? Because Jalen has no excuses. Okay? Hassan Reddick has no excuses. Fletcher Cox has no excuses. A.J. Brown has no excuses. Devontae Smith, Goddard, Mulata. Kelsey, all of them, no excuses. Failure is not an option here. We're not talking about one side of the football having to carry the other side now. You got a football team that your defense and offense could get in the water and row together here. This is where it is now. Now, sure looks good on paper. 
guy's got it on paper. Do you have the right coaches? My thought process in Sirianni, I'm not there yet. I'm not giving this guy autonomy yet to sit there and go, he's proven to me he's a good coach. Far from it. His little seedling things and his T-shirts and all that other shit, whatever, guy. It's about winning ball games and putting people in proper positions and allowing your players to go out and play. Hey, so far, so good. But don't you have a problem if you're Nick Sirianni? Wouldn't you have done this? Damn. What gave you the confidence to bring back Jonathan Gannon? Who told you to bring him back? Or obviously you have no say over your coaching staff. So this was a Howie Roseman deal. Howie brought him back. Because if my ass is on the line with a defensive coordinator who I think is soft, and I've put all these pieces together, boy, I'll tell you what, man. This is either going to be a major hit or this is going to be one of the greatest flops in the history of football. Let's pray that this turns out to be an enormous smash hit. All the pieces are here. All of them. Running back is not as important as getting that safety today. I agree, Pickin. I think the safety position, and I said it yesterday, I think it was more of a priority for him to address that because it's a hole in the middle of the defense. And you, when you play Aaron Rodgers or you play Kirk Cousins or you play any of these guys that are professional passers and you got a hole in your defense back there and you're not getting to the passer. And by the way, can I, can I say this to you? Why do you think Howie thought it was a priority to make sure he went out and got a safety? You think he's 100% behind Jonathan Gannon? Funny, you had two parts of the team, really three parts of the team you could address. Depth at the tight end position, running back, and safety. He made it a priority that safety was the number one priority. Not saying it wasn't, but he, he's been out looking for a safety, has he not? Shit, he's been looking for a safety this entire offseason. Remember, they were flirting around with Honey Badger, too? They were looking at that? Man, I want to pay that. Right? I wonder how much that coaching staff is now doing this. Okay, John, you know, it's it's really remarkable on how they've put everyone on the firing line this time. Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni, Jonathan Gannon. Everybody's in a... Everybody is on the hot. I've never seen more coaches or more players put on a hot seat in my life. Watch this. And look at how different it is. Jalen Hurts, look at what Jalen Hurts has in front of him. Either a $40 million per year payday or he's out. Or he's out. That's crazy. Or he's out. Jonathan Gannon. You either have a top 15 defense or you're out. Do I think Sirianni's? No, I, I, I think Nick's around and I think they like Nick. Okay, I do. I think they like Nick. Dude, if Jonathan Gannon finishes his football team in the top 15 in defense, 
He'll be the next head football coach of the Jets. Joe Douglas will hire his ass. Okay? Joe Douglas will hire his ass. He's on it. It's I actually kind of like it. This is like going to Atlantic City and going to Oceans and you take your bag of money and you put it on the crap table or the roulette table and you just spin that wheel, baby. Whoosh. Am I going to win or am I going to lose? I've never seen anything like this. How many guys are on one-year deals? Don't everybody's on a one-year deal. This is, hey, you talk about investing in yourself. You know what Howie Roseman's pitch must have been to these guys? Tell me if you didn't think that this was the pitch. Hey, James, you're on a one-year contract. I want you to come in here, and I'll make this statement to you. You come in here and you ball your ass off, I'll sign you to a three-year deal. It's up to you. And here's some money. So that you don't take that bag of haircut, that bad of haircut. You're in the same division. You basically don't even have to pull your kids out of school. You probably live in New Jersey. And you don't really have to do anything crazy. And you know the entire division. Bradbury probably went like this. Can it get any more perfect than this? And I get to go against my former team that dogged me. Howie Roulette. This is like Howie Roulette. I like it, name. Howie Roulette. Let's see where we can go now. CJ. So the Saints didn't want to pay you, huh? Pretty shitty. Tell you what I'll do. You come here and kick ass, and you're the player I know you are. I'll sign your ass to a three-year contract, and you'll be part of our future too. Let's see what we do again. Hassan, here's some money here. You are our future. You're here. Throws that thing down there, Kaiser White. Hey, Kaiser, they didn't want to give you the money. Tom Telesco says you're a good ball player, but you know how that is. Pats on the back are only good in high school. It's professional football. I'm going to give you your bag of money, man. You come here and kill people like you can, and you come here and you ball like I know you will. I'll give you three-year contract. How do you not? Dank always bet on black. Bang. It's what I do. Absolutely, man. Howie went around and played Howie Roulette. And then the biggest scandal. Hey, Jeffrey, I'm going with Hurts this year. Yeah, he didn't look all that hot last year. It's all right. He'll improve. He's plus his contract. And let's say this. Say he does win 12, 13 games. Okay? Say they do win 12 or 13 games. Who gives a shit how it looks? Just get there. If Jalen Hurts throws for 3,100 yards and 25 touchdowns and five picks, who cares how he got there? It's not how you drive. It's how you arrive. Right? And I built the team on Jalen's contract. They built this football team 
at the latitude of Jalen Hurts' contract, how many think about the good teams in the league right now, especially in the NFC? Brady makes 40 million. Gotta work a cap around that. Aaron Rodgers makes 50 million. Shit, the guy in Los Angeles now makes 40 million. Gotta work yourself around that. All these elite teams. That's why what the 49ers did yesterday, they shot themselves in the foot. That was the move of moves for the. Do you know, in my opinion, the Eagles are a better team than San Francisco now because of that Garoppolo move. You now have Carson Wentz and Nick Foles in the building. You've created a problem. And your backup quarterback makes $25 million. And he's on a short leash, Trey Lance. Think about that whole thing. Do you know what that would be like doing? That would be like the Eagles trading for Jimmy Garoppolo, putting him behind Jalen. You you knew immediately that you would be like this. Well, shit. Jalen's on a short leash. Would you like to be Trey Lance or Jalen Hurts right now? He's got Gardner Minshew behind him. Trey Lance has got a 38 and 16 quarterback behind him. I don't know. Hey, and half the room knows Lance ain't the guy. I've been telling you that the entire offseason. He ain't it. I'll give a shit how he runs around looking good in his uniform. I don't care how he looks. I don't care how he looks. I don't know why I got Howie on the brain right now. Probably I should have it. Boy, I wouldn't want to be in San Francisco with that dynamic. All of a sudden, Garoppolo walks in with his Subway sandwich, and he comes walking in. He looks over at Trey Lance and goes, hey, you want a Subway? (laughs) Oh, my God. Here's a Subway sandwich. Holy cow, would I not want to be in that room with that? You mentioned being in the quarterback room. Kyle Shanahan's in there talking. Hey, Jimmy, did you get that? (laughs) Oh, my God. What an absolute shit show you've, you've created. And Philadelphia has none of that going on in the room. Big picket. Jimmy's going to play this. Jimmy's going to start by week three. Garoppolo will be the starting quarterback in San Francisco after that thing shits the bed. They're going to go like this. No, no, (laughs) no, no, no. And then all them picks that you wasted with Miami. Holy cow. You guys are talking about me eating crow. John Lynch is going to have a buffet to have to eat. And there's the Eagles. With two ones next year, you got a second-round quarterback making $1.1 bucks this year. Dude, you can't have it any better than that. There's not a contending football team in the NFL with a quarterback making $1.1 bucks. I'm trying to think. Joe Burrow, okay, those guys on rookie contracts, you're right. Because most of that money's tied up in signing bonus. Ooh, man. Does Jimmy still have a trade clause? Nope. No trade clause. Okay? It's on him. They can't trade him. 
Guaranteed. Woo, man. Oh, my God. You talk about having somebody buy the short hairs. Garoppolo won that thing big time. They blinked. 49ers have a Super Bowl roster. They have a Super Bowl roster. Howie has a Super Bowl roster with a 1.1. Look at what the Niners have. You got a $25 million guy in Garoppolo, and you got three ones tied up in Trey Lance. You know what you have tied up in Jalen? Ungats. 1.1. Zach Pascal makes more. The whole freaking thing's amazing. I was watching Barrett today, and he kept shaking his head. I, I was watching it. Xander, I'm shaking my head. I went like this. I, I can't believe this. No wonder Debo Samuel wanted out. I bet you Debo Samuel's feeling a lot better right now that Garoppolo's back. Sills, when does Hurts start asking for his money? Huh? The bye week. That's when they'll start working contract if he's there. If the coaches have prepared the team good enough. We'll see. My question, you know what's crazy? Over these last three weeks, my centerpiece conversation on Jalen Hurts has shifted massively to the coaches. GM's doing his job. Jalen's preparing himself. The roster's set. The coaches, are they in good enough shape? Um, did they practice hard enough? Have they prepped enough? All of that's coaching and culture. That's what I, that's what I look at here. I think Lance will be fine. What makes you say that? Hey, and, and two and five, you think Lance will be fine? Why would you trade out a certainty of 38 and 16? This guy's beaten Rodgers and Dak on the road. Gone to Super Bowls. You're exchanging that for maybes? Not me in an, in an era right now where I can own the NFC. Somebody is going to roll the dice right and own the NFC for the next five years. Is that going to be the Philadelphia Eagles? Jimmy Garoppolo's career now is 45 and 18. Five and two in the postseason. And you're going to kick that set of keys over to Trey Lance? Not me. 45 and 18. <laughs> really? And you know what? I ended up being right. Because I kept saying, are you really going to let Garoppolo leave the building and let him go to Seattle and throw to Lockett and to DK Metcalf? Are you really going to do that? And they went, nope. <laughs> nope. His defense, I know. It's funny when people say that. I love it. 
It it doesn't work with Jimmy G, but it works with Jalen. Oh, I see. Right. <laughs> okay. Jalen carried him to nine and eight, not the offensive running attack. Okay. Right. I love how some some players like Brady and everybody, they get the one loss no matter if a guy throws for 150 yards or not. I love it. Four years, 140, 115 guaranteed. Boy, you hey, you're rolling the dice flex that he's going to deliver. Okay. And how he is. But see how he's not really. Howie isn't sure on Jalen Hurts. Howie's not sure. But he's got two first-round draft choices next year. This guy's brilliant. This guy's not going to let Carson Wentz ever happen to him again. He's never going to let anything like that happen again. This guy's going to always hedge his bets. And maybe as a general manager, that's smart business. Okay, maybe that's smart business. Why not? Why not give him the benefit of doing it? And by the way, why not go like this? You know, because I, I, I heard D. Gunn say, well, they've pushed all their chips in. Eh, not really. They still got two first-rounders next year. In case things go sideways. And they've done all these moves economically because of the contract that the quarterback has. No other reason. You still got five and a half million dollars of dead cap money because of Alshon Jeffries and some of the moves that they have made that haven't panned out. There's still dead cap money on there. The money goes away next year, too. And the cap raises. And you get two ones. You know, you know but it's smart. I'm not ripping them. You should always go like this. You're only as good as the last season you play. There's nothing wrong with that mentality. You don't have to be all in on everybody every year or for years to come. I just think you have to be all in on players for that respected year. And that's what he is and the Eagles are. There's nothing wrong with Howie doing this. I got two ones next year in case this thing falls apart. So what? A GM should have that. A head coach shouldn't. You know, You. this is the pros. Things change. Things change. So it's, oh, hey, you know, it's funny. It's like, well, Howie doesn't really believe. That's a GM's job to be prepared for failure. And to look at the future of the team three years from now. When did it become a point to rip a general manager for having multiple draft choices and you still have question marks on your quarterback? You're not quite sure, but you have that out there. It's okay, in my opinion. I think that's fine. Perfect deal? Look, man, hey. Hey, hey, Jeff, thank you very much for the likes. I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome, man. Thank you again. You guys have been awesome today. Okay. Ryan says, Seals, you still going to have TVD on the show in the bye week? No, you guys don't want him. You're set. He's going to New York with the Giants. Okay. He's going to New York. Not sure how Hurts will look this season, but 
he succeeds as a passer, he'll be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Man, is that a just let's win the games. Let's win the games. And by the way, what you should be doing today is talking more about your GM than Hertz. Okay. Hertz is part of this entire equation here. But what your what your GM has done by putting that 53-man roster together and how well he's done addressing it, this is Howie Roseman Day. This is this is Howie Roulette. Totally. This is Howie Roulette. Stoutland needs a raise. Jeff Stoutland is amazing in how and what he's done. Kanjo says this is Howie's season. Hey, maybe we should get those hats made. This is Howie's season. Who's better, Jimmy or Cousins? Well, it's two different quarterbacks. One wins more than the other, and the other throws more yardage than the other. Pretty simple. I think Cousins has a winning record in Minnesota. It's just not enough. But one guy throws for a ton of yards. The other guy wins a ton. Actually, Garoppolo plays a lot like Brady does. One game, you may need 150 yards. One game, you may need um, 350 yards. The problem with Garoppolo, though, versus Brady, Garoppolo is going to throw it to the other guy somewhere in the game, at least twice. Brady's not going to do that. Okay? That's what makes Jimmy G not elite. And Cousins, what makes him not elite is that he doesn't win the significant games. And this is where I am with your quarterback. Your quarterback has to beat significant teams. You've got to beat teams that matter. And for you to get $40 million, beating the Bears and beating the Giants and beating the Jets is not going to cut it for me. That's not elite. Beating the Packers, beating the Cowboys, beating Minnesota, beating the Titans, last year's AFC Wild, no, excuse me, last year's Number one seed. That is, to me, significant ball games. You don't have to throw for seven touchdowns in a game to be elite. You have to beat Patrick Mahomes to be elite or Josh Allen. That's elite. When Brady goes into Kansas City and takes out Mahomes, that's iconic. That's iconic. When you go into a guy's place and beat them in their building and beat a guy like Mahomes, that's iconic. Beating the Bears and Justin Fields, who I said it yesterday, he's had a good preseason. That, to me, is when you start looking at quarterbacks different. You see, if Jalen, you know, it's funny, uh, Xander said this to me. What if he throws for 400 yards against, you know, the Lions? And we're talking, throws for 400 yards against the Lions. Great. Great. It's a great start. It doesn't do much for me. Okay. Throw for 400 yards versus Cousins or Dak. Now we're talking. Now we're talking about getting in the conversation and elbowing your way into the top 10 conversation of quarterbacks. Okay. All right, 
That, to me, is when you start looking at Jalen in a different light. And how about this? The offense in a different – let me tell you this, guys. If you start beating those significant football teams on your schedule this year, you'll look at that roster differently, too. You'll look at – people around the league will even look at Howie differently. Right now, Howie Roseman, if this thing plays out, it's going to be the executive of the year. You beat Rodgers? Shit. Now we're talking about a whole different level of how you see Jalen Hurts. Okay? Hey, Joe Burrow, t- name, Joe Burrow taking the shitty Bengals to the Super Bowl and you're a quarter away from winning it is iconic. The Bengals, the 30th worst O-line, sacked a billion times, and he's a quarter from winning it. That's iconic. Our Gravy says, the pressure on Hurts with this roster is insane. Great. Dude, he wasn't going to make $40 million a year going nine and eight. For Jalen Hurts to get his money, the expectations should be over the top because that's a king's ransom. Dude, if the Eagles are going to pay this guy his money, he's got to be spectacular this year. He can't be common. Actually, you know what? Hey, not only is the roster, but you spent 100. Look at what this whole thing has been, what how he did this year. This is where... Barrett's right. You not only rebuilt the roster, you spent a hundred freaking million dollars on a guy. You, the pressure on Hertz? Shit. The pressure on that entire locker room. Coaches, I'm down. I'm trying to think of another place. And get this, pressure in San Francisco has been taken off Lance because he'll just go to Garoppolo. But this is the same kind of pressure that's on people like Brady and Rodgers. Expect this. It's a good thing. Hey, look at the shit Bruce Arians got last year for not winning the Super Bowl with Brady. And he had just come off of winning it. Look at the shit that Mike McCarthy's under. First question in training camp. How's it feel to be on the hot seat, Mike? Jesus Christ, you didn't even ask me about my roster. You didn't even ask me about being in Oxnard. How's the weather? You didn't even give the guy a kiss on the cheek. How's it feel to be on the hot seat, Mike? (laughs) Good teams have pressure like this. This is a good thing. A lot better than being 4-11-1, isn't it? Has any other quarterback in recent memory had as much riding on one season, especially in a city like Philly? It's a great call. I'm trying to think. Dak. Prescott. Prescott got $75 million last year. Dak was on those one-year contracts working with Jerry because Jerry didn't want to pay. Jerry ended up 
having to shell out more money than he wanted to. I could guarantee you that. Okay. Yeah, but McNabb wasn't playing for King's Ransom here. Lamar could be under some big pressure. Okay? You see Lamar like that. He, somebody put a um, a tweet out there, and he liked the Miami Dolphins one. He's from Miami. That's why he did it. But he's a South Florida kid. It's okay. I talked to his mom. Hey, don't worry. Big Sills is working behind the scenes, too. Okay? Big Sills is working behind the scenes. I talked to Lamar's mom this morning. We'll see what happens. See what um, the Baltimore Ravens do. (laughs) You know what she said, Xander? She went like this. Why are you starting shit? I saw it on Twitter. I said, I'm nice. She goes, I saw you go and tweet at Lamar Thomas. Lamar Thomas recruited him for Louisville. And Lamar's one of my guys from Miami. And he's the legendary Hurricane, played a bunch of years in um, the NFL. And he's one of my guys. And he's like, <laughs> the mom goes, why are you start what? Now, Dan, why are you always starting shit? And I'm like, God, man, you're everybody's got that distinction on me. I'm always starting trouble, it seems. She's like this, they don't want him in Philly. And I said, oh, man, I don't know. She goes, how oh, man? Hey, oh, okay, Xander. Truth is truth. Okay. Hey, she goes, do you think they'd give him a fully guaranteed contract? And I said this. No, I do not. She goes, well, they're out. And I go, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's just my opinion. Okay. I, I do not believe the Eagles would give anybody a $230 million fully guaranteed contract. I do not believe that. Even for Lamar Jackson. I do not believe that. Uh, <laughs> showtime goes because you're a you're a big stirrer sills no extension no not for cj he he put him on a prove it deal fully guaranteed no way would they do it is this team automatic super bowl contender with lamar stop please stop okay Please. Lamar would become an even better pass. Stop. Stop. Lamar's mom's been watching Jerry Maguire. <laughs> hey, she's a great lady, man. I love her. She's a great lady. People are talking shit on the family because they want to keep it in-house. And plus, you know what he's doing? He's giving his mom the 10% of the con- of the contract and the commission so she can live happily for the rest of her life too. So come on, man. It's all good. You could do it. You could, you could do your contract any way you see fit, man. I'm, I'm just a helper. You know, I help Mario on some teams on scheduling some teams and such. I'm just a helper. I try to help her. Lamar is limited. Speed gets him out of trouble. He did lead the NFL on touchdown passes. Okay. Stop it. Stop it. All right. That's a good idea. All right. I want to go around the NFL. There's some NFL news too. I got some NFL news in my hand here. We're going to hit on all that. Guys, do me a favor. You guys have been spectacular today. We really love what you guys have done. Thank you so much. Please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. 
Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go birds! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor. A pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted. Revered. Appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate. Honest. And fair. He is extremely dedicated. Motivated. And always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader. And we're lucky to have him. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the pulls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the ahs. Go for the bubbles. And the bubbly. Go for the story. And the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. National Football Show. Please hit the like button. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. Josh Gordon cut by the Chiefs. Man, I'll tell you what. You talk about a player putting his career up in smoke, and I mean that term gently. Um, Boy, I mean, I watched him a few years back when he came back off of suspension, and he was still with the Browns when he came back, and he had been gone for like 18 months. And I watched him get 14 catches and over 100 yards, and I said this, I cannot believe how great a football player this guy is. He just could never stay focused. And you talk about a waste of talent. Ended up, you know, being overweight, unfocused, undisciplined. You look at that, and you just really – I feel for the kid because I go back and I say this, man. I go back and, you know, you're, you're like, you're, you're going to kill every single brain cell you ever have looking at yourself in the mirror going like this. What did I do? What could I have been? The things I could have accomplished. You just, you know, unfulfilled talent is sometimes the biggest sin of all time. 
isn't it? You just see certain guys, man, and you know they're just so gifted. And you just see, why didn't it happen? People get in their own way all the time. Hey, I'm a, I will promise you, I've done that numerous times. Okay? And maybe that's because it affects me more because I know what that self-inflicted pain feels like. And Josh Gordon with self-inflicted pain, can you imagine being your own worst enemy? Hey, I just told you, right? I am my own worst enemy. I know it. He hasn't figured that out. And now he's been cut by the, by the Chiefs. There'll be somebody out there that'll go, this guy's just too talented and too gifted. And I hope it ends right for him. And I hope it ends cool. Like Antonio Brown. You know what, man? As a human being, you hope people's lives end up in a, in a good light and that you have God behind you and guiding you. Because if the dollar bill's guiding you, you're destined for disaster. If you have God behind you, you'll always have the right path and the righteous path. Because that's the only person you can lean on besides your family. You can't rely on your bank account or your possessions. And I feel for these guys. Today's a tough day. I've been through this day. And these days have been brutal. Let me give you just some of my examples of being cut on a day like this. So here, and, there, and listen how it ended for me. And by the way, uh, there's a billion guys with my story today. I'm one of the highest draft choices, okay, and on the team. Ray Perkins calls me in. You know what he tells me? You're your worst enemy, man. You're just your worst enemy. He goes, this is not a thing on talent. You left the team. You left it for three days. And you thought we were going to keep you? This is self-inflicted, Dan. Boom. Fired. I get to Dallas. Jimmy Johnson cuts me. I didn't talk to Jimmy for 10 years. 10. May have been 15 years. He had to reach out to me. And he kind of apologized. But then he said, I told you to take a dive in the Eagle game and you wouldn't do it. We were going to put you on IR. I would have won three Super Bowls. But you didn't want to do it because you're too hard-headed. It's true. They were going to put me on IR because that hurt my calf and all this shit. Self-inflicted. Detroit. Ron Hughes. Kevin Colbert. All those great people. We're up there with Wayne Fonts. Wayne Fonts, I'll tell you what, and I think I've told some of you the story before. They all said this, Lamar Leachman, who coached Lawrence Taylor and Jim Burton, all them guys on that great giant team. He went in there and said, I want to keep Cilio and Jerry Ball. And he goes in there and he goes, go, go, talk, go talk to uh, Wayne Fonts. Fonts looked at me and said, I'm sticking with Lawrence. 14 years later, we're at a Buccaneer alumni, and Wayne Fonts looks at my wife and goes like this. Biggest, one of the bigger mistakes I made was letting Dan go. 
As soon as that guy got up out of his chair, you know what my wife said? Fuck that guy. He, I know he heard it. Rich McKay was there, and we all went like this. <laughs> and, and, hey, and I was like, man. So these guys that are going through this today, some of it is talent. Some of it is other stuff. Some of it is just, you know, you have no control over it. I had control over all of it. Man. And then I scraped together a seven-year pro career because I had to play in other leagues because I'd worn my welcome out in other places. A lot of guys, hey, my story's not uncommon. Barrett will tell you there's a thousand guys like Dan Cilio. Okay. That's what it is. So these days like this, and you look at Josh Gordon, you go, damn, dog. Shit, this guy's great. Sometimes greatness doesn't matter. I blame the you, Sills. <laughs> it was one heck of a ride, Trader Chris. It's a good point. Good way to look at it that way with the glass half full. That's, that's a really great way to do it. You're right. Hell of a ride. That's right, man. That's right. Will he come back, Sills? I don't I don't think so, man. I just think that it's now you're 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 just past it now. You know what I mean? You're just past it now with him. God, I really Josh Gordon was one of the best players in the league. He's one of the best players in the league, and he just couldn't get out of his own way. And every time I see that story, I know what he's going through today. Mr. International, your life was a life man dream, but only men would only dream of. Hey, Mr. International, that's a kind comment. I've had a lot of great people around me in my life. My family is number one. Just a ton of great people. And anytime anybody has ever had success in life, they always have to have great people around them. Can't do this by yourself. You may think you can, but we all know and deep down, you, you have to have great folks around you and folks that believe in you and trust in you. Okay. Being a professional athlete is so difficult. And being a professional athlete has so many things around it. Okay has so many things around it that, you know, in your life, you know, you, you, that's why athletes are so centered and self-centered because it's not that they they're bragging. You know what it's about? I've got to be in shape. I've got to be this. I've got to be on time. I've got to study. I've got to do this. You don't have time for anybody. You put your family on the shelf. Look at Tom Brady. Brady had to take, an 11-day respite from his profession that he loves. And you know what he probably had to do to Giselle? He probably had to prove it to Giselle that the family means more than Brady's career right now at this stage in his life. Brady is trying to break away and divorce football. Divorcing that woman is the toughest thing you can ever do. Ask Barrett one time, hey, family, 
But divorcing football, wow. It's your first and true love. And leaving that thing is so hard because you know why? It's a forced divorce for many of us. They force the divorce. They come to you and say, we're leaving you. You can no longer be with us. That's what makes it hard. All divorces are hard, but when you have to get away from the thing you love the most in life, I love football. I love playing it. I love being around the fellas. I love competing. I love standing out in the crowd. I loved all that. And when it's gone, nothing replaces it. Nothing. Yeah, you know, you, I stay involved in sports through this, and I have for 30 years because of my love for sports and competing and competition. When that Turk knocks on the door today, and those guys, some of those guys' dreams are gone. Hey, and you know what I love today, though? You know, back in my time, it was 47 players. And 47 guys made 28 teams. There weren't 32 teams back then. We had 47 guys. Today, 53 plus 16. You got 70 guys almost making teams. And I'm happy for the guys. I'm not, oh, man, get off my lawn going, oh, it's, it is easier today to make a team, but that's a good thing. That means there's more jobs for players to keep their dream alive. There's, I don't begrudge any of that or the money. You know, I made more money than my uncle made, and he played 14 years. Okay? So today's a tough day for many folks. Dreams are ended. And get, get this. And then what happens is you have to make that transition into life that many of you have been doing your whole life. Do you know the, the folks that watch our show and watch our channel, you guys are absolutely reality in life. I've lived a fantasy life. You guys get up off your ass every day, go to work, put food on the table. Okay. You know, tough transition. And you, some of you are going, Dan, I feel sorry for that. I, I get it. I'm not saying you should. I'm just telling you that, you know, making that transition and leaving the sport and leaving the thing you love the most is one of the hardest things you can ever know. Hard. Hard. And here, and to circle back, what a day. Started out with improving your football team. And let's do this. The Philadelphia Eagles and all of the hard work that they have done this offseason have constructed the best roster in the NFC as of August 30th. This thing started the last minute of the Buccaneer-Eagle game. Think about that team and this team and where you are today. Think about that. And how much you've raised expectations. Two months ago, I'd say you in that Buccaneer game, again, you'd get murdered. Today, I say this. 
I'd like to see that game. I'd like to see that game. See, I'm a big believer in this. I don't, you know, I'm one of those guys that goes this route. <laughs> you think you're better than me? You think you can beat me? Well, let's go play 60 minutes of football and find out. Let's get in the squared circle or in the octagon and see what you got. I ain't running from anybody. You've built a football team that you don't have to run from anybody now. <laughs> yeah. Look. And be patient with it. Let me tell you, be patient. You're not going to start the season one of the top three teams in the NFC. You're not. But be patient. Because by the end of the year, you might be the best team in the NFC. We see this happen all the time. Teams all of a sudden... They start going past other teams, injuries, performance play, guys not playing well. Hey, Dak Prescott's got, he's got a ton of pressure on his ass to play good this year. Because I'll tell you this, if Dak don't play well this year, if I'm Jerry Jones, I got buyer's remorse. I may have it already. Okay. Fly goes, I'll go against you in the Oklahoma drill. I don't know why they always pick me, Fly. But I always had to do the Oklahoma drill. High school, college, and in the pros. They always picked me to go against someone. I won that bitch, too, every time I was in it. I never lost that drill. I actually like that drill. I don't like the Oklahoma drill with the fullback in it. I like the running back, offensive lineman, and D lineman. And I get to throw the guy, make a play. I don't like the fullback in it, but, you know, that's an old school way of doing it. So, hey, by the way, tomorrow, Chris Landry from Landry Football, we're going to talk about your roster with a former NFL scout. And Chris Landy, Landry will join us, and we'll get his spin on what he thinks. A professional scout will look at the Philadelphia Eagle entire roster objectively and give us his take on it, okay? And we'll go right down positions, defensive ends, defensive tackles, offensive line, and we'll ask Chris Landry, okay? Appreciate everybody. What a great day here on Jacob Sports. And it was, I think, an important day because it was a positive day on team building. Kudos to Howie Roseman and the Eagles on what they've done this offseason because they built themselves an opportunity to win a Super Bowl again. Hit the like button. We appreciate it. Xander, great stuff. We'll catch you tomorrow going 3 to 6 Eastern, and we'll see you on the flip side. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.